0: Did you know you can get all of our podcasts and meditations on our new podcast app? Just head over to rawattractionpodcast.com and tap the link to download on the Google Play Store or the App Store. For the world's best conscious love and sex podcasts and meditations at your fingertips, head over to rawattractionpodcast.com to get the app and please tell at least one friend to do the same. Thank you so much. Hello everyone, and I'm sitting here in Guatemala, um, another interview for Raw Attraction magazine, and I'm here today with Keith, the chocolate shaman. Keith has found the cacao spirit in uh, his work, and I'm going to be speaking to him today about how he found cacao, why why his chocolate is different from anyone's else's, how it can help facilitate your relationships, and also his take on... Uh, Eckhart Holly is the pain body and where we currently are and um, our evolution as a human species. So, hello Keith.
1: Greetings, thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here today. Let's start by going through how you found cacao and where you started with your spiritual journey.
1: All right. I was trained in a meditation and channeling group in the late 80s and early 90s by several higher dimensional beings not in bodies who spoke to us through members of the group and told us that we were being trained to teach the people waking up now on the planet so they could teach the third wave, many of whom are children now about 10 years ago I came to Lake Atitlan in Guatemala realized it was the place that I'd been prepared to be and teach at least for a while found a place to live started being a healer teacher energy worker and a few months later had a visit from the chocolate spirit and the cacao spirit suggested that I go find out why cow or chocolate was so important to the ancient Mayans and others in this part of the world. My search led me through um, the local shamans who use alcohol to induce altered states for student training and through anthropologists and a lot of web searches and no one had any idea what the purpose of chocolate was in ancient Central American or South American spirituality. So I went back to the chocolate spirit and said that I could feel that there was a major disconnect here. Something that was that important and now is completely unknown. Just doesn't fit. So alright, I'm in. Where do we go from here? Two weeks later I had my chocolate from a small community on the other side of the mountains from here. Tried it and in about 40 minutes was aware that I was working with one of this planet's most important teachers, facilitators, assistants. And over the next three years, I traveled from Mexico to Panama, sampling chocolate, working with indigenous people, with growers, buying it in the markets, and learning. I began doing my own cacao ceremonies. I began sharing it with other people. I began, I found out that um, almost all the processed chocolate in the world is missing. Most of the active ingredients, they're removed in in the processing. The standard commercial brands in North America are missing over 99%. Lint, or green and blacks from uh, Europe and England are missing about 80%. The organic chocolate varies widely, here depending more on genetics than it does on the processing.
0: And What are those active ingredients? What do they give to the experience of drinking hot well, chocolate? Well, there's
1: about a dozen of them. And according to the biochemists, other than the caffeine-related compound called theobromine, there's not really enough anything in the cacao to affect your consciousness. Maybe it's a synergy, no one really pays a lot of attention. In the 10 years that I've been spreading the information on cacao, having up a website, I now get several emails a week from therapists, teachers, healers, people journeying inside in shamanic ways, people working with their creativity, Working inside their relationships with their sweethearts, using this kind of chocolate, chocolate with the active ingredients, to connect to whatever they want to connect to. If it is connecting to a productive workplace or corporate focus, cacao is excellent for that. It connects you to your intuition, your insight, your understanding when people in a group take this kind of chocolate, their hearts open, they connect on other levels more easily the amount of agendas and stress drops, the amount of personal energies that get in the way of things drops and people connect on a different level. My interest is in using the cacao for inner work that is called shamanic. Journeying, inner processing, working with your shadow, working with your pain body. And the idea is to change reality inside, so the feedback, the mirror outside that we all call reality changes.
0: Yeah, because you um, I've had I've done a ceremony with you, and you talk very much about Eckhart Tolle's the pain body and how it affects humanity at the moment. What's what's your take on where we are with the world and in our relationships? How can cacao help and help us look inside ourselves?
1: In the 1980s, the what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body. I first heard it referred to as the dark shadow, to differentiate it from the light shadow, the even scarier parts, the magnificent being you are, and all of the energies, dimensions, understandings and that you're ready to work with, play with, heal with, or manifest with. So these days As the dark shadow, as your density or as your pain body, the idea is that this is the pain, the fear, the conditioning from childhood, the cultural conditioning, the dramas, your scripts, your stories, your baggage that manifest the pain and the problems in your life that recur repeatedly especially in relationships whether they're intimate relationships or business partnerships and the idea is that the process we are going through on the planet the pain body the dark shadow has to go it has to be let go of through a process of repeatedly painful dramas we call that the hard bus or let go of through a process of inner work Mm. of releasing transmuting often with the help of higher energies this process will be for most people on the planet as I understand it mandatory when and how you do it is your choice. Increasingly as the energies go up on the planet in this shift that is happening throughout the dimensions the contents of your pain body will manifest as dramas in your relationship with your health, your wealth, your creativity. And eventually, everyone will be pushed by their pain into doing something with their pain body. Eckhart Tolle is quite clear. If these things are not released, they will turn into increasing chaos, problems, madness, and pain.
0: And can you give examples of how they specifically play out, how the pain body specifically plays out in relationships?
1: Any kind of a relationship with another person, a good friend, business partner, intimate partner, is one of the main arenas, playing fields, where we learn about and experience our Inner issues through objectifying them symbolically and playing them out, playing those scripts out with other people. Or you can play it out with your health, your wealth, your creativity. These things manifest as problems, as pain, as issues, as arguments, as people hurting each other, as blame, as distortions of love that people get caught up in and play out repeatedly understanding what is going on inside from the rational mind level isn't really workable where psychoanalysis is famous for producing people after 10 years who totally understand why they do what they do but they still do it so that's not really a solution the patterns are in the subconscious and the unconscious so techniques of meditation, shamanic journeying, working with your shadow, inner processing are required. Most of these techniques would fall under meditation, inner visualization, working with energies or working with other parts of yourself to get connected to um, inner child, masculine and feminine self, so that the dramas you played out with your parents can be released at the depth they are in your film, in your beliefs, attitudes, and feelings. So they don't need to continually be objectified in reality, made real to bring your attention to them. All those things going wrong, all that stuff that's wrong with you is something that you carefully put there. So you'd have inner material to understand the process of, letting go of or transmuting the pain body to make room for who you are and then to give you the authority so you can assist other people through their release of the pain body. It's not something you learn from a book.
0: And I remember you saying that you think there's a whole generation now of people who are experts in the pain body that we've grown up. Perhaps with our parents um, in disarray, we we see the world in the complete mess that it is. We've got a whole generation of people who are ready to make change. And you also say that the world is splitting into those who are stepping into fear and those who are stepping into love.
1: Yes, besides the uh, cacao that came to be a partner, I spend a lot of time with highly sensitive, intuitive people who sponge up or absorb the negative energies from others. People just walk up to them, have to tell their painful stories. In a few minutes, those people feel better, but the person to whom the story is being told now has those energies inside them. They don't feel so good. Other people take it in from groups, from walking down the street, from going into crowded places. Or they pick it up from headlines in a newspaper or reports on television of a disaster on some part of the world and instantly they're connected and taking it in. Other people take it in from the natural world. About 12 years ago, these folks began being referred to as empaths. Empath is the noun, empathic is the adjective. When I first looked at the web, about five years ago, six years ago, there were seven different websites up on Empaths. These—it's—they're hard to find in a search engine now because search engines bring up things for the topic of empathy and sympathy, which is different. It's a different issue. Mm. But uh, if you do a search string at subtracting for sympathy, you'll get most of the websites. Almost all the websites are basically about how to protect yourself from other people's energies, negative energies. And as many spiritual teachings understand, protecting yourself does not work. The Course in Miracles is quite clear. Defense is a prayer for attack. It says, Dear Universe, I want to protect myself from other people's negativity. So the universe says, Delightful will send you more negativity because this is how you ask to have fun and the universe answers your prayers. So I began working with these people in an understanding that eating other people's density is training. There are millions of people who have since very young childhood been consuming the negative energies of others, often believing they are their own energies, to study them, to eat all these portions of the pain body on individual group or planetary levels, however they work, and then have to get it out of themselves so they have room to eat more, so that they can understand what a pain body is and how to move those energies. Those people are now waking up beginning to do something different rather than eat the energy, send it directly to transmutation with the higher beings they have agreements with, and help other people understand how to get rid of, how to release, how to transmute their pain bodies. We teach a lot of them here, and I'm in the process now of the last stages of finishing a documentary that we'll have up on
0: YouTube. And just to mention the... Stepping into fear or love, you see the world, two different segregations. Now it's quite clear that we're either stepping towards love and away from the wars damaging the environment, corrupt political systems and everything that's there, and the other part is to step into love. What are your thoughts on all those things at the moment?
1: I was exposed to this understanding in the 1980s, that there was a huge polarization, a split coming on this planet, where everyone would find it necessary to choose either one path or the other, either a love-based or a fear-based path. In every society, every group, every religion, there will be people choosing love and people choosing fear both sides get to look at each other and watch each other so there's the maximum opportunity to decide but each person needs to come to a place where they make a decision and if they're not done with a fear-based path, if they're not done with killing other people as a way to solve their problems, if they're not done with racism and sexism, if they're not done with destroying the planet as a normal way to make money, they will be able to continue their lifetimes elsewhere on their own planet with people like themselves. And those people who are done with these things will be able to continue in their own way, on their own realities, without needing to live on a planet that is essentially controlled by people who aren't finished with those things yet. And this is the lifetime when we all decide, each for ourselves. There's absolutely no need to convince someone else where they should be. Everyone will take care of this themselves.
0: So do you see that we, we can coexist on the same planet? What do you mean by...
1: Well, the reality in today's world is the result of that coexistence and it's not working too well. In the larger picture, that's all right. Everyone has the opportunity to make their own choice in deciding what's best for them. You know, if you're truly not done, you need to continue that until you finish with it. And out of unconditional love, the rest of us can allow them to make that choice. At the same time, those who are choosing a path based in Higher energies are to be examples, are to open their abilities to heal, to create, to manifest and allow the increasingly higher energies available on this planet to move through those abilities of healing, creating and manifesting to make a world that's a lot more fun and adventure so that we can all through that be an example, an encouragement for the maximum amount of people who wish to do so, to join a love-based direction. Whatever culture or religion...
0: And for me personally, which is why I started this magazine, is I see the way that men and women relate to each other as being kind of fundamental towards how we move forward in this planet um, and how we relate and understand each other. It's, it's It's an age for understanding and rather than you know the segregation we've had as two sexes throughout the media in the past 100 years and and religion going further back religion for many many centuries has segregated men and women in terms of our understanding and i know on your website you've got a bit about the spiritual relationship um could you talk a bit about how you see relationships and what is in that guide oh yes several years ago i posted on the website a
1: page on the spiritual relationship, that its purpose is to provide a model, which we didn't grow up with, I certainly didn't, mm. of how a relationship actually works, What's what are the principles behind it. In today's energy, a relationship, and again, that would be with your intimate partners, business partners, friends, your health, your wealth, your creativity a relationship its purpose is to bring up to the surface what you decided you wanted to work on in this lifetime so relationships are a way that you gain experience in the core issues that you came here to study to learn about eventually heal and release so what you play out with your parents And then you play out in relationships. You'll play the same issues out with teachers. If you begin working with the higher dimensional beings called guides, you'll play the same issues out with them. Because those are the issues that you have with Source, with God-Goddess, with Oneness, Great Spirit. And you are studying your basic issue of connecting to God through your relationships those issues are coming up and intensifying as the energies on the planet increase as the spiritual energy that's available increases so the idea is as these increasing energies come in everything inside gets bigger your abilities your creativity your magic your fun gets easier to manifest and your pain body dramas get bigger and easier to manifest everything expands so relationships are a prime place where you work on those much larger level connecting issues the website goes through four basic principles or rules the first one is if you've got a problem it is never about them it's never about the other person You literally asked them to play that role for you, for their own purposes, of course. And out of a higher love, they said yes. So, right away, blame. Whether it's of your relationship partner, other people, or other countries, doesn't work. Because what is happening in the feedback, the mirror called reality is designed to take you inside to what you decided you wanted to work on in this lifetime. Rule number two is it's not about what it's about. The Course in Miracles says you are never angry for the reasons you think you are. Now if it's not about who didn't clean the kitchen then attempting to solve it at that level isn't going to work because what it's really about is deeper within each person. Most people have noticed that if they try and solve the problem at the level of discussing the kitchen, all they do is create a bigger argument. Mm -hmm. So rule number two, it's not about what it's about. Rule number three, and this one comes from a uh, guide called Lazarus is nothing changes until you do. If the pattern is a reflection in the mirror, the mirror is is not going to change until you do. That universal understanding is becoming more and more known in the last 30 years with people talking about you create your own reality. Reality is a mirror, that sort of thing. Reality is a holographic projection that comes from within. And, in watching people for over 25 years now, go through the layers of their inner issues, when they finally get to the bottom of it, the mirror changes. Reality outside changes. Other people instantly change. If they're the ones that are the cause, shall we say, of the problem. Rule number four. Pain is resistance. Or as we say here, pain is resistance. If it hurts, you're fighting the process. You're fighting the process that your own higher knowing is attempting to take you through. Okay, so obviously the next question is, what do you do when you have problems in a relationship? Mm -hmm. When you get triggered, when the pain body gets triggered, the first thing to do is disengage if it's not about the other person, if it's not about what it's about, you're not going to solve it outside. Separate. Each person goes wherever they need to go, to go inside and look into what it's really about using techniques of meditation, inner journeying, creative visualization, in the uh, way I've heard many people express the key to meditation or prayer is to be able to visualize with feeling to have images with feeling energetic or emotional content so disengage and that does not mean the guy goes to the bar or the pub and tells stories the woman gets together with other women and tells the story of what happened when you do this First of all, nothing changes. And second of all, when you repeatedly tell stories, you create an energy in reality that brings a repeat performance of the same drama, often with other characters.
0: Those stories sort of exacerbate the pain body and they give us more fuel for the ego to just keep going. Exactly. Whereas if you, as you said, disengage, you can get some perspective on where your shadow is and the darker parts and what, what they do. Um, I spoke to Teal Scott, a spiritual leader, um, about this particular thing and she says when it comes to finding those aspects of your darker self, she says the next thing is to have radical self-acceptance rather than saying, okay, I have irrational issues and trying to change that. It's about accepting those things and and she recommends writing down everything that's good about those things and and then moving forward from there because then when you fully love and accept yourself, your partner can only but accept you. Um, Would you agree with this?
1: Yes. We make a big distinction here in our work with the energy called fixing and the energy called healing or changing where what we refer to as a fixing energy there is behind it a make wrong a judgment something that says this isn't right with you this shouldn't be there you need to get rid of it rather than this is a gift you put it there for a reason Mm. getting rid of it is not the solution going deeper with it finding out why you put it there, changing the things at the subconscious level, releasing them, letting them go, transmuting them, um, bringing in higher energetic assistance, however you're doing it, is different than making it wrong and getting rid of it, which basically doesn't work. What it does do if you fix it, get rid of it, make it wrong, is put you into another circle of inner war, which is exactly the opposite of the radical self acceptance, the self love, the compassion mm. that you just mentioned. Those are required. You can't go there without
0: it. Because there's been a whole industry made on self development and Teal mentioned that these these people were heard kind of Addicted to self-improvement Though they may not even realize it Themselves, they're actually becoming Self-haters with all the change And I've I've been there in the past Of like, okay, what do I need to change About myself when I was younger And never really accepting everything About myself, and I think a lot of people Are confused with the amount of Different self-development books out there
1: Yes, looking for the next thing That's wrong with them Yeah. And those things will come up life will present you with them as the triggers, the painful things in your life. If you make it wrong about yourself, you'll compound the problem. If you use it as an opportunity to go inside and consider that you are in a learning process of how to transmute density or pain body, how to change it and how to heal it. That's why you put those things that are wrong with you there.
0: Mm.
1: Once people learn inside, how to work with the pain body, how to trust the other dimensional energies that help you with that, then it will be time to move into transmuting things outside in political, social, economic, religious, and polluted environmental systems. Mm -hmm. Many religious systems are going through changes like this. I mean, you can uh, do a quick internet search for the radically different things the present Catholic Pope is saying. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of change happening.
0: Yeah, I saw that He's he seems to be definitely changing the way he's, he's thinking about religion. And we can only really change, as you said, we change ourselves, nothing changes until we change our ourselves, but it doesn't mean changing all the negative things. It can just mean accepting ourselves and things as they are.
1: Yes, we make a big distinction here between changing and fixing. Mm. Things are changing all the time. Change is the uh, common denominator of the world. Mm. But it's a different energy than making something wrong and getting rid of it.
0: And finally, what do you see cacao's, uh, role in, in this new world order, uh, that's happening? How, how can cacao help facilitate this and why would you recommend using it?
1: Cacao or its processed form chocolate, if it has the goodies in it, is a partner and assistant in opening the heart. It doesn't work in the way most people are conditioned to expect a plant medicine or a plant spirit medicine to work with them. It doesn't take you somewhere. It doesn't do anything to you. It does not work in the standard medical model, the old shamanic model, the psychedelic model, or the male energy model where something is done to you, you are taken somewhere, you are given what you need, And through the transaction, the shaman who did the work is the one who's empowered. I explain it to people that it is the difference between a leader and a partner. The cow's a partner. It's not a leader. And if you take this plant spirit medicine, you're working with other dimensional energies whose physical body is chocolate. The compounds in the chocolate assist in Changing your physiology and your consciousness enough that, as I call it, the chocolate opens the door but doesn't push you through it. The things that would bubble up from the subconscious, the things that Carl Jung talked about, that you want to find if you look inside, are easier to get in touch with with enough of the chocolate in your system. If you use it that way, it's an assistant to such journey. But it's not going to take you there or push you there. It's a different kind of an energy. It helps people open their hearts and connect on a different way. It makes the whispers, the communications, your inner teacher more obvious. If you don't want to follow them, if you would like to continue to push them down or deny them, as we've been taught by cultures all over the world you may do so. So this kind of cacao or chocolate is something that individuals are led to. I meet a lot of people who've been drawn to chocolate for decades and for me they're looking for something they know is supposed to be there. I put up a website and I ship the kind of chocolate that answers that question I talk to the chocolate spirit to source my chocolate, so it has the energies and the compounds to support that kind of inner work. When I first began working with the chocolate spirit, she referred to herself as the food for the shift. So I understand that now in the same way an indigenous story that I read in an anthropological paper years ago said that when mankind gets out of harmony with the natural world chocolate comes out of the rainforest to open people's hearts and reestablish the balance. I was asked to participate in that process if I wanted to and I'm now having a lot of fun with it. I have a website that gets thousands of hits a month and people are using this type of chocolate to assist in their inner understanding or creativity process
0: and I've tried Keith's chocolate and it's certainly a facilitator for many things, whether you want to meditate whether you want to bring out higher energies whether you want to do yoga or whatever you want to do, it takes you to a a different vibration, a different level of being, something you can't get from eating a chocolate bar from the local shop so I fully recommend checking out Keith's website, which will have links to we can thank now keith for taking your time today for this interview we may well hear from you again in the future so thank you keith thank you did you know you can get all of our podcasts and meditations on our new podcast app just head over to rawattractionpodcast.com and tap the link to download on the google play store or the app store but the world's best conscious love and sex podcast and meditations at your fingertips Head over to rawattractionpodcast.com to get the app and please tell at least one friend to do the same. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Raw Attraction Magazine Podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please share it and spread the love. Until next time, we wish you a loving, sexy and intimate week.